What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are actually going to be starting a new series when we are don't have a guest or some type of special episode or anything like that. Uh, we're going to talk about self-defense and travel. All about self-defense and travel. Yes. Being and, safe when you are traveling. And it's become just kind of normal lately where Kylie's just not with us as much right now. Uh, so it's just me and Jada yet again. And Because uh, she's lame and still in high school and having <laughs> to do schoolwork and stuff. Yeah, you know, schoolwork gets in the way of so many fun things, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, first off, the blackout flavor of the week is everyone's personal favorite flavor, I believe, right? Is this your personal favorite flavor? No, no, it's not. That's right. Yours was the what? Cinnamon one. The cinnamon one. I like the cinnamon one. But this would definitely be my second. I think, okay, this is basically everyone else's personal favorite flavor, except for you and Kylie. It was originally... For Kylie's the caramel. For you, it's the cinnamon. It was originally my favorite, but the more I had the cinnamon, the more I grew to enjoy the cinnamon the most. Mm, Okay. Yeah, so far, that's been my least favorite. But this one's chocolate cherry. And I know that we have talked about this is like the surprising this was the one that just surprised everybody. It's just it's just really good. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just think it's really good. There's just something satisfying about it. Yeah. Fingers. And I have never ever been the type for fruity kind of coffee. Mm-hmm. I did not like fruit flavored coffee in any way whatsoever until I tried this. I was really reticent to try it, but once I did, I was I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. If you guys would like to try that or any other flavor or just any other basic, you know, normal kind of coffee they have, like Brutal Awakening, that it looks like Jada might need. Uh, <laughs> I, I just yawn. <laughs> it's still early for me. Uh, go over to impactgear.live slash coffee. And uh, if they don't have a sale going on right now, be sure to use the coupon code Impact Defense because that will at least get you 10% off of anything that you purchase there. All right. It is time for the news story. Now, Jada normally has the news story, but I heard about this one and I had to kind of take over the news story because I thought this was very entertaining. A 91 year old used his cane to defend himself in an attack by a robber who was attacking him with his own cane. <laughs> what? The NYPD says it happened around 6.30 a.m. on uh, a Monday morning. The elderly man was sitting on a stoop when a man walked up to him and demanded cash. A victim gave $4 to the man, but he demanded more cash. The robber, who walks with a limp, then attacked him in the head with his cane. The victim defended himself with his own cane, and the attacker walked to a bus stop at Avenue J, where he aborted an eastbound B6 uh, bus. The victim, who suffered head pain and a laceration above his eyes, was or above his eye, was later transported to community hospital in stable condition. The NYPD released a video of the suspect in hopes that someone could identify him. Wow! And that was our news story. I want money. Well, here's four dollars, Sonny. <laughs> Wait, here we go. Nope, that's not enough. Is this a? Is this actually a? Is this, uh, the, is this video? A video? Oh, we got to get through an ad. Ugh. I just feel like he flipped you know a reverse card. It's like if you don't give me more money, I'm gonna hit you with my cane. Wap. Ah, jokes on you. I have my own cane. <laughs> Wap. <laughs> All right. 
today. Police are looking for a suspect who attacked a 91-year-old man in Brooklyn. It happened Monday hey, morning on East 14th Street in the Midwood section. Cops say the victim was ah. sitting on a stoop when a man approached him and demanded cash. Police say the victim gave him about $4 but was beaten with a cane when the suspect demanded more. The suspect ran to a bus stop on Avenue J and boarded a B6 bus. The victim suffered head pain and cuts near his eye. If you have any, any information, call me. Okay. Why didn't you show main, him? My main problem with that entire story is the fact that it, it showed everything but the victim defending himself with the cane. It showed the victim getting hit by the cane. Yeah, why didn't we get to see a 91-year-old beat someone with a cane? I know. That was... That that sucked. Okay, and I was super. Was, we're, we're not yes. just sadistic, and we want someone to see someone be with a cane. We just want to see someone who dared to smack a ninety-one-year-old in the head with a cane. Yeah, and that guy looked by that ninety-one-year-old. That guy looked much younger, much much younger. He looked yes. probably somewhere thirties to maybe forties. Oh, I was thinking fifties. Oh, it's kind of a grainy video. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, he he looked. Somewhere in that range, thirties to fifties. Then, but it was a grainy video. It's hard to tell. But he was definitely—you could definitely tell—he was not ninety-one. Yeah, not he, was he was somewhere walking. in the 30, 40, 50s <laughs> yeah, range. Yeah, somewhere. In that definitely range. way less than ninety-one. That's the important. Thing. I think what it is, Jada, is the fact that you are younger than me. So I look at someone and assume they're younger, and you look at someone in that age bracket and assume they're older. So they're probably my age. I mean, that's <laughs> I really don't think they're your age. No, I'm just. But yeah, the video was slightly disappointing because, I mean, I really hope we saw the guy hit the victim with his cane. And then right before the other guy started hitting yeah, back, it cut out. Yeah, we didn't get to see the payback. <sighs> That's disappointing. It was disappointing. But anyway, yeah, I think uh, that could have been more fun with the, a good video. Anyway, let's move on. What are you doing? Um, I was just wanting to actually look at the, the, the video a little bit like closer up. And I actually think he was younger than both of us thought oh really yeah now that i can so see this him was close the, up so if from, this was from where i was sitting to where you were holding the video so this if this is the price is right i would have won that's what i'm hearing <laughs> i've never seen the price is right i haven't since i was a kid mm, well that would explain some things oh well no it's still going on it's still going on uh what's what's his name i don't remember anyway go ahead well i was just looking and i think i found something that might have shown a little bit more of the incident but it had a clearer view of the person's face mm, okay problem is the video keeps starting over instead of continuing oh okay you want to see the old guy yes oh that is a very clear video Outrage in Brooklyn tonight over a crime targeting an elderly man. A 91-year-old was beaten and robbed in Midwood. Tonight, police are looking for the attacker. Here's Eyewitness News reporter. He, like, chased him down. It's an appalling attack on an easy target. A 91-year-old man who uses a cane waiting on a stoop for his early morning ride to synagogue. Attacking an elderly man is, is kind of cowardly. The video taken from a neighbor's security camera shows what happened yesterday at 6.30 in the morning on East 14th Street. The suspect, who also uses some sort of cane, walks by the victim, backtracks, and backtracks again. Yeah, he turned around and walked right back to the money. guy. The victim gives up his $4. Smacked him in the head with his cane. Attacked. He was very shook up. Very shook up. Um... But, you know, that's normal. But, uh, you know, if you look at the video, he tried to fight back a little bit. He was screaming, hollering. All right, he's hitting him with his cane. <laughs> own cane used as a weapon. It did have a metal end. 
and it did do some deep damage you know, to the eye. The Flatbush Shamrim, a neighborhood safety patrol, is passing around flyers with a picture See? of the suspect, and they're yeah. working with the, the NYPD. Looks, the victim yeah. is an immigrant from Iran and speaks little English. Neighbors say he is a sweet man who walks around blessing people. He's well, but he's doing stuff. He can go to the shopping. Uh, he's hitting people with canes as well. He do a lot of stuff by himself with his cane or his walker. Now they're concerned for their safety. No one worry. No one worry. To have a woman like that to be attacked. Another image of the guy. So like oh, yeah, that guy is definitely young. So he's definitely younger than what we said. So I, he would say, I would say 20s to 30s. Yeah, that first video, it was... It was kind of grainy, so it was kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, the video we just saw was from ABC News, and uh, yeah, it was, it's pretty obvious. So the guy walks past the older man. He turned around, he walked back, and he asked for money. He didn't give it to him. He smacked him upside the head with his cane. Uh, the younger guy smacked the older guy with his cane, and then the Whoa, older guy... Turns out he's 45, so I... Yeah. Oh, okay. That he was a wild... Right. Yeah. He looks young. I'm so, so anyway, the older man point. stands up, and takes his own cane and starts hitting him in the head. And then they end up basically having a full-out sword fight with their canes, it looked like. Yep, that's what it looked like. <laughs> now, admitted, you know, and, and then the guy ran off. Now, the 45-year-old, then, if he was absolutely standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with the 91-year-old, you could tell he would have won. Like, if that had continued and he had not run off, he definitely would have won. And he probably won the fight. But... The fact that the 91-year-old stood up and started hitting him with his cane and everything else then deterred him from continuing him to attack. And that's kind of what we tell all the time, everybody all the time. Yeah, purely if it's a pure fight, you're probably, you might lose. But self-defense is not a pure fight. The guy got $4. That's all he got because the elderly man put up a fight. Anyway, I just found that story kind of interesting. Wow, we spent way longer on that one than we were supposed to. Sorry, that was my fault. It's okay. When we are going to take a trip, did you know that tourists make really great targets for criminals? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> and it, did the movie uh, Taken teach you nothing? <laughs> you know? Like I still have not watched Taken. You have not watched Taken. I have been told like fifty thousand times you've got to watch this movie, Brian. And I keep, yeah, I'm not up on a lot of movies. I, I work too much. I don't watch as many movies. Anyway, yes, I mean, you know, tourists. It's very obvious if, if especially, it's very obvious that they are not from there. They are more likely to be victimized by some type of criminal. I know that's not shocking in any way whatsoever. Okay, so we're going to kind of talk about some of the things that you want to make sure you do over the next several podcasts. Like I said, when we don't have like a guest or some type of other special thing going on, this is what we're going to be talking about. And today is just kind of preparatory. So you want to make copies of all your travel documents, like passports, credit cards, ID, itinerary, boarding passes, hotel receipts. You want to kind of have a copy of all of these things in case something is stolen from you and keep it not on you. And that way your copies and your originals are not together. So if somebody steals a bag and takes everything, then you still have something with all of your information. Yeah, so the one of the biggest important things would be to just not keep your all of your documents in one place. Yeah, um, um, 
Yeah, it, it's it's super important because if you if you got all your documents in one bag, everything you have in one bag, and I steal that one bag, you're freaking screwed. Now yeah. you're less screwed if you have copies of everything, like I said, but you're still freaking screwed. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing, you don't want to be in a place where you have all your documents out or really any of your documents out looking at them in a public place, people have been known to take pictures with cell phone cameras and then use that later to do some type of other things like to your identity and crap like that. So you want to do things that's going to kind of keep your identity private. You don't want to like have it out there in the open. And too many times people will walk up, especially if they're traveling to a, you know, uh, like across the country or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. You go, you go over there and then you lay everything out on the counter at the uh, check-in. And then all of a sudden somebody takes a picture of it who's standing behind you or something stupid like that. Yeah. One of the things I did when I was in Curacao was I had a, uh, basically it, it looked a little bit like a fanny pack, but it was um, fairly clear and that it was waterproof. Mm-hmm. And the top rolled down to kind of seal it. And then mm-hmm. you strap it around your waist and slide it under your clothes. Okay. And oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it lays amazing. like a fanny pack, but it's but under, under your clothes. Your clothes yeah, I got and, you. it's, and it makes everything uh, very difficult to see. And that's where I stored my passport and um, like my larger amounts of cash that i didn't want to just leave yeah um unattended that also helps you if you get mugged or something like that they yes. take your purse and they don't actually have everything they think they had exactly which i have a tendency to spread out my stuff anyway and generally i i actually have cash set aside that if someone genuinely needs something i could help them out on mm-hmm. the spot yeah um so i have like my giving cash in my purse mm-hmm. but i do almost everything else off of card and I don't have tons of credit cards. Yeah. I just have my bank card. And if I go to a gas station or something, the only thing that's in my purse is my giving money, stuff that I'm not going to use for myself Yeah. anyway. I tend to spread things out anyway. But when I was across seas, it was very important to me to have my very valuable stuff um, attached to me under my clothing and then anything else like just little bits of spending money for that day that would be on my person outside of that yeah. so that if no, push came to show like they didn't know that it was there yeah okay so now as we look at understanding the basic rule that tourists are great targets for criminals uh that you before you travel make all copies of all your travel documents and stuff and don't keep all of your documents in one place. Now, really quickly, let's look at like home preparations. What should you do around your house before you leave? Depending on how long you're going to be gone, you probably want to have your mail stopped or have a family member or a f- really close friend pick it up for you. That way, yeah, you we, know. we live in really pro- close proximity to trusted family members. Yeah. And so, whenever we're gone, it's just um, ask a family member to keep our mail for mm-hmm. us. Uh, for us we have a p.o box so it's not something that we have to worry about like Mm -hmm. that type of stuff piling up in our mailbox um so that's something else that that we like uh with that if you have like a a weekly or daily newspaper delivered if you have packages from amazon delivered like because you're like everybody else in the world then you know make sure you have somebody pick those up for you put them inside or something along those lines or take them back to their house, something just to make sure that like all of your uh, stuff is taken care of. And it doesn't, somebody doesn't look at your house and go like, Oh, 
they're not there, and they haven't been there for days. Another thing that can really help is to uh, use smart lights or just have something that will cause lights to come on and yep. make it look more like you are home mm-hmm. when you are not uh, because lights do deter criminals and um much like the movie home alone uh, where he (laughs) had uh, all the lights and had people moving around you know that's a little bit over the top um i mean (laughs) if you want to do that then please by all means send us pictures oh Um, we would love to see yes (laughs) but i want to see a michael jordan cut out on a train life-size michael jordan cut out on a train going around your house yes 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 please but you know there are lights with timers or um if you have someone taking care of your house or just like checking in on it every day have them cut lights on or off periodically you know so like like one thing my parents and i always do for each other when somebody's going to be gone so let's say my parents leave and they're going to go on vacation or they're going to go visit some friends or family or something like that then I will periodically go over to their house. My brother will also do that. We'll get the mail. Uh, we might move their vehicles around for them. I'm kind of jumping into the next point there. But we'll move their vehicles around for them. We will change the lights that are on and all that kind of stuff. Because it, you know, And they do that for us as well. You know, when, when we're gone, you know, like there was this, oh, dang, it's almost been almost two years ago at this point in time. Uh, I actually had to go about four hours away. And I was teaching. We were gone for like 10 days. And uh, I was teaching some stuff uh, down at Myrtle Beach. That was fun. Where I was teaching active shooter events. I was teaching uh, our active shooter response. Uh, I was teaching uh, basically like just a basic self-defense course. I taught several things over the span of the time. And uh, during that time, we had never in our lives been away from home for that long and uh but during that time my parents would go over to the house they would you know change the lights they would uh move our vehicles around for us they would make sure there was no packages there you know all that kind of stuff and just kind of like kept an eye on the place for us and that's always really super good when you can have somebody just think about that that's the big thing is so many people like will leave and they don't think about that kind of stuff Again, it goes back to don't post on social media that you're gone because that's an invitation. But that's not part of our main talking points. It's just one of the things that that really bugs me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we posted all about it once we got back, or my wife did. I don't really post a whole lot. But anyway, yeah, that's just some things that we want to think about when we're looking at traveling. When you're about to go for you know go away for any length of time. Just make sure that you have things set in order for when you're away from home. Exactly. Have things set in order at your home. Make sure that you are informed about the location you are going to. Yes. Especially if it's a different country. Part and of we're the reason. Get into that as we go in. Yes. Part of the reason tourists are such a big target is just because of how little they actually know about what's really going on around them. They could assume something's normal when it is not. You know, mm-hmm. you're just out of your element. Yeah. And so you're an easier target. One of the things I went away to for a business conference in New York several years back. And one of the things that I want to make sure of is that I did not walk around like every other tourist, like going, oh, look at all these buildings. Look at all this stuff. You know, I was very careful as to when I act like a or acted like a completely brand new person. Now, admittedly, there was a, a guy that we, we quickly became friends. We were at the same conference. He was. Uh, from Florida, but originally from India. And uh, we were up there during the winter. So there was loads of snow. There was more snow than I'd ever seen in my life at that point in time. We, we, were, we were walking around taking pictures of snow drifts. Now, that was probably the worst, but we were completely alone and it was night. Uh, there was nobody around. Uh, and this was outside of like the hotel that both of us happened to be staying in. But, you know, you just got, you're going to have these moments. 
where you're going to like, oh my gosh, I've never seen this before. You just got to be careful as to when you let your guard down. You know? (laughs) This brings us to actually a really good connection to one of our affiliates, um, Invisaware. So Invisaware is uh, jewelry or um, they have some like hair ties and they actually have stuff for men as well. Yes. Um, But it's joy that whenever you click a button twice, it sends your GPS location to like up to like five contacts and the police if and the you police choose if you, to yep. uh, do that. That is really useful. I would say especially if you're going to a foreign country. Because it's so, yes, especially if you're going um, somewhere outside of your normal locations um, because... You do just you just don't have the time in most self defense situations to actually pull out your phone and send someone a text or yeah. a call that gives them all of the information they would need to find you. Mm-hmm. This does it with two taps of a button on a piece of jewelry, so you yep. can do it without letting someone know what you're doing. Yep. Yeah, if that's something you're interested in, you can check them out at Invisaware. That's I N V I S A W E A R dot com, and. Uh, be sure to use the coupon code Impact Defense. We'll get you 10% off of anything over there. They are pretty freaking awesome. I know we've gotten, the first one came in, Kylie loved it. Uh, we've given one away, uh, or we've given, we've given some to, as gifts as well. Uh, it's pretty, pretty awesome. All right. So um, if you are doing any traveling, make sure that uh, you don't look too touristy, first of all, because tourists make great targets. Uh, Just to keep in mind that you are of higher risk, make copies of all your travel documents, you know, passports, credit cards, ID, itinerary, boarding passes, and hotel receipts. Don't keep all of your documents in one place. When checking in, don't don't have everything with you. Don't have documents out in the open for long periods of time. Um, criminals can uh, take pictures with their phones. Home preparations, make sure that you stop mail or just have someone pick it up for you. Get someone to collect anything that is being delivered to your house for you. Use lots of lights. Um, You can do timer lights or smart lights or have a friend change your lights for you as you're gone. And have someone, I know, one extra step would be to have someone reposition your vehicles. And that is actually more convincing than anything else, I would say. Yeah. And, um, and, and if you're going to be gone for a very long and it's a time, you might want to have somebody even mow your yard mm-hmm. during the time. So, yeah. So, house sitters are not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to have them be there all the time, but just yeah. someone to check in. Go over, hang out for a little bit, and then leave. Yep. Activity around a house is a really, really good thing, especially if you're not there to deter criminals. I mean, I had a friend use me for that recently. I just, I would just go up before work every morning, flick, you know, the lights on, mm. sit, and I just had my, my Bible study there, <laughs> and then I would leave for work. I took care of their garden and their chickens. Oh, that's cool. Never that's been. cool. All right, guys. Uh, so thank you for listening to the podcast. If you have not, be sure to rate us and uh, write a review. You can do that on many, many of your podcast catchers. I think there's more all the time. If you do that, uh, and if it's not on Apple Podcasts, be sure to kind of like send us a link over to Brian at impactdefense.online. And uh, yeah, we will see you in the next one.